Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required. Y'all never mind me. Hey everybody, I was thinking about a um, conversation I had. I was going to say an argument. It wasn't really an argument. We could even call it a discussion. But what I was thinking about was during the discussion, some things were brought up and kind of cri- critical things about about myself, critiques, if you will, about myself and stuff like that. And what it made me think of was it was, it was you know, it, it had nothing to do with what the critiques were, it was a bigger issue that had been a lingering issue. And as problems have a tendency to do, uh, when there's a lingering issue that isn't dealt with, everything else kind of gets lumped in with that problem. And I kind of, kind of expressed that that was my sentiment that it's not really the, the, the smaller issues. It's a bigger issue that is kind of piggybacking on these smaller ones. So what it made me think about was taking criticism as a whole, taking critic, taking criticism overall, because I had to learn later on in life, you know, how to kind of how to, how to take criticism because it's not all criticism is not, you know, nitpicking and all criticism is not bad, but you do have to learn, you know, is all criticism even accurate? So for me, what, and I was thinking to myself, like, well, how, how did you, if you had to explain how a person could decipher criticism and how could they learn to grow from it? How could they use it for their their benefit? How would they do that? So what I thought about, Will, was the first thing I would do if, if there was a conversation like the one that I had before and how I knew what to do, the first thing you have to do is you have to listen. You have to listen to what the person is saying and you have to take in all the information. Then taking in that information, you have to hear what they said, hear the critiques, and then your next step is, does any of this apply to you? So you have to apply to, you know, is any of it true? So you have to check the validity of the statements. Is any of this accurate as it pertains to my character? And you have to be objective in that. You can't just say, well, no, I don't think that I'm this way. Be objective about it. Then I like to think about, well, where is this person possibly coming from? Think about the interactions that you're having with that person currently and maybe the last couple of interactions that you've had with that person or all the interactions you've had thus far with that person. And you kind of have to kind of have to see, is this person an, a factual person? Is this person, you know, very dramatic? Is this person a person who exaggerates pretty often? You kind of have to analyze who is this person and is this is this assessment that they're giving accurate? So once you've decided, you know, you listen to the information and you decided is this accurate and you've judged the character of the person, is this person, you know, uh, an honest person, are they accurate? Then you have to decide, is it 
a fair representation? Is it just one thing that you've done and now they're saying it as if you do it every single day? Is it something that you're working on and you've had progress and, you know, any one of those things. And you can bring those up during the conversation. But for me, what 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 it kind of boiled down to was just taking those steps and then saying, okay, well, this, you know, I address anything for me, anything that's brought up in in conversation on the way to the bigger issue and what the what the underlying issue is. I like to address because for me, if you brought it up in the same conversation, then it holds at least a similar weight to the the bigger topic. So I like to address all the things. And if there's one where I find out, well, hey, I may be slipping on this, then we correct it. Then you take take it upon yourself, apologize if you need to apologize and make the changes in your life and address things to to make it better because it's one thing to argue back and to win an argument and to fight and all that. But it's another thing to address the behavior and change it if necessary, because that's the part that, that a allows the person to know that they were heard and B allows the person to know that you care about them enough to, to make a decision. And for yourself, it, it allows you to say that I'm getting better at being objective with myself. I'm getting better at, analyzing what what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are and over time you can find out if if a person is being critical to you are they accurate the statements that they made is this a person that I need to hang around because they continuously make inaccurate statements about me and I think that that's important to to understand if the statement is accurate treat it like it's accurate if it's not accurate treat it like it's not accurate as well if there were critiques that were, you know, just a person being mean, you have to address that too. Like, why would this person be mean to me? Or do I need to have this person in my life if this is the way that they feel like they have to talk to me, that they have to be mean, that it's not even productive conversation? So I, I think about those things because I remember and I think about my progress in that. That's I guess that's kind of what, what it all kind of boiled down to. And the reason that I thought about that is because I remember very early on, not having, when I was uh, married the first time, I had very, very poor communication skills. And it was because I wasn't a very, I still am not, but I wasn't a very social person. But even in that, I wasn't a very introspectively analytical person. I didn't really consider myself in my position, you know, outwardly. It was a, like when I considered myself, it was usually from a negative stance, like, oh, you didn't do this, you're not here, you should be here, you should be there. And even that's not healthy. It was a, a skewed one-way, you know, vision. So as I got older and as I began to, for me, it was as I began to uh, seek seek God for, for uh, guidance, the first thing that I, that I got in terms of guidance was knowledge about me. The first thing that I saw when I got, you know, better vision on, you know, what what I wanted out of this life, the first thing that I saw was me. I saw how I was inhibiting my progress. I saw how I was being received by other people. I saw how I was trying to proceed, how I was trying to present myself to other people and how those two weren't matching, how the outcomes that I wanted, I was the reason that I wasn't getting a lot of those outcomes because of how I carried myself and how I interacted with people and how I didn't, how I wasn't, um, complimentary toward people. I was very, you know, 
and it wasn't being mean. I was just very <laughs> inwardly driven and not, not in a selfish way, just didn't want to bother anyone. And that was counterproductive to what I wanted in relationships. And that was counterproductive in what I wanted in uh, friendships as a whole. So for me, what I remember getting to, I was frustrated about something in the first marriage and I didn't bring it up because I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to fight. I, I thought that fighting in general was a bad thing. I didn't really learn about um, negative peace and a positive peace and all that stuff until much, much later in life. And even before I could articulate that recently. Um, so I was upset about something and I didn't talk to the ex-wife about it. I didn't talk to her at all. I just kind of let it fester and build up. And one day I came home and there was baby powder spilled somewhere. Just a like a dusting. Nothing major. <laughs> Nothing major. And I remember being so furious about it that I... um. It was a full one. I dumped out the whole thing of baby powder on the floor just because I was pissed off. Like, oh, you can't put it away. I'll show you. Like, it was stupid. And I remember doing it. And, like, when I was done, the, like, the whole floor was, like, coated in baby powder. And it was like a, a white cloud floating in the air. Like, <laughs> like, it was so stupid. And, like, another time, same same thing. This had to be within that first year. Um, I was upset about something with the dishes. Like, because it was something like she kept putting away the, the the soap. It was a bar of soap that I kept to wash my hands in there at the time. And it kept getting put away wet. And, you know, when you put soap away wet like that, it gets all slimy and stuff when there's water in the dish or whatever. So I got upset and I just crushed it all up and just left it up there. And, like, like I really had some, some, some communication issues. And it's really immature. And it's funny now, but I, I imagine if I could talk to her, she probably wouldn't. Like, yeah, he was crazy. And same thing, I remember like a cabinet being left open, so I opened up all the cabinets. Like it was just stupid stuff. Like really, really immature stuff. But I didn't I couldn't see that, hey, the reason that you're doing these things is because you're not communicating and you don't know how to communicate what these issues are effectively so that you can have you can have it out in the open and you guys can deal with it, or you can make changes to go the opposite way and, and do something different. But I'm thankful now as I've gotten older and as I matured that I could recognize that all critique isn't bad. All critique can be for your benefit. You can pull what you need from it and you can grow and you can build yourself to be a better person. And in being a better person, you can be a better partner. You can be a better, uh, better second in the relationship. You can be a better human being as a whole because you can say, these are some things that I'm working on and I, I realize that I couldn't see it within myself, but having someone else point it out, it kind of, it makes it more clear and it makes me, makes me thankful that, you know, I have the opportunity to correct those issues. And it was just, just very interesting because I was thinking about it and just, you know, immediately when I was having a conversation, a lot of stuff that was said was, I knew immediately, like, this is something about a bigger issue and it wasn't, it wasn't me being arrogant and just kind of trying to glaze over all the little things and say, oh, that's not important. What's really going on? Like being an a-hole about it. It was more me understanding that while these, the minor issues that were brought up were issues before legitimately. And I I had dealt with them and we had made concessions and we had come to some solutions for most, if not all of those situations. So I had to, I addressed all of those. And then we got to the core of the issue. And with the core of the issue, we made a plan to to resolve that, too. So it's not about, you know, being perfect. It was just about 
having a plan and letting everybody know that your concerns have been heard. I heard you, you heard me, we've heard each other. And now this is the plan that we're going to do to work forward. So I'm thankful to, uh, to be in a position now that I'm older and I can do those things and be more mature. And I'm even trying more to be even better today. Like tomorrow, I hope I don't have to have the same conversation. But if I do, I hope that I can take the steps to be more mature and to grow and to build upon the last conversation. And that, you know, if I have a discussion that we can immediately get past and say, hey, all these things that were mentioned in the conversation, they're not accurate. Let's focus on the bigger issue. And I want you to know that I heard all those issues. And, you know, these are the resolutions that we agreed to. Do you remember? Do you agree? Da, 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 da. And kind of build from there. But I'm, I'm very thankful for for the I always say that that knowledge is the accumulation of data, but wisdom is the application of that data, how you use it. So I'm thankful for more wisdom as I've gotten older. So those are just my thoughts for today. I hope that you you've been able to do the very same within your life. And if you have, and I hope that today maybe you consider taking some of my tips if they work for you and uh, using that to to properly delineate i think that's hope that's the right word um critique how you can properly put it in its place and use it for your benefit and help you grow all right bye please walk sparky for me no way <laughs> i'll throw in a caramel frappe Ooh, make it a large deal get a sweet deal two dollar any size mccafe beverage on the mcdonald's app between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.